welcome to the 100th episode of They That Hope. Let's give it up, everybody. With Father Dave and Deacon Bob. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm Father Dave. What's up, Bobby? How are you, Father Dave? Good. How are you doing? It's great to be here live in front of a studio audience. It's not really a studio audience. We're in the student center here at Franciscan University. And whose idea was it to print out baseballs? Yes. Baseball, 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 baseball. This was the best idea I think I've ever had in my life. Give me one of these baseballs. So um, that's probably true, knowing the other ideas that you've had in your life. So we have uh, They That Hope Baseballs with uh, Father Dave and Deacon Bob. Oh, the Deacon Bob made it on the baseball. So that's exciting. Uh, And uh, let me see if I can hit the cameraman. I did. It's all really good. So how are you, Robert? I'm great. Um, You just got back from where? Uh, I want your full attention now. Okay, you've got We're having a conversation. Okay, just a sec. Father Dave is throwing baseballs around the atrium. We'll get this later, all right? And uh, it's, it's not looking good. Okay, so. go, go. You got my undivided attention. How are you, Robert? I'm very, very you good, Father Dave. You just got back Dave. from Rome. I got back from Rome. And how was that? It was really amazing. Uh, I went, I took my son Aiden to Rome. Uh, I do trips with my kids when they're six, nine, and 12. Who takes a nine-year-old to Rome? Well, I did. And um, it was kind of interesting. I usually would, I was trying to get him to go to Disney World. But he said he wanted to go to a holy place, which was quite beautiful. That actually was a pretty good throw. And um, so we decided to go to Rome. And on the first night we were in Rome, he said, Dad, are we just going to be looking at stuff the whole time? (laughs) I tell you. And I was like, that's kind of what you do in Rome. Yeah. So uh, I immediately Googled kids in Rome. Yeah, amusement park. Yeah, Yeah, I did. Six flags over Rome. We had had gladiator training, which was pretty awesome. That's fantastic. It was like a two-hour training thing. He got a sword, so he was pretty pumped. We bought a lot of Legos, and we built them in our room. Wow. Um, But we also did some cool stuff. We got to be blessed by the Pope. We we went to the Angelus audience on Sunday, and he was super thrilled. The weather was was beautiful. The Pope or Aiden? Uh, Aiden was there with the Pope, and like 10,000 other people, however it it is. indoors or outdoors? It was outdoors. Okay. It was out in St. Peter's Square. So we just saw the Pope in his happy little window up there. What was like the highlight of a nine-year-old? Well, he would say it was the blessing of the Pope, oh, actually, cool. which, was, cool. which was really neat. He loved the Colosseum. Uh, he loved St. Peter's. He thought that was cool. He liked the dead bodies. He liked the fact that you could see John the Twenty-Third's body in a glass coffin. He wanted more of that. Actually, he liked the bone crypt. Okay, you were there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. weren't there on, on John the 23rd's feast I was day, not. Okay. No, that okay. would have been amazing. But okay. uh, no, we had a great time. And, we, um, and the food was amazing. What you have? Like burgers the whole time? I, had, I went to a hard rock. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's a place called Hamerica, which has hamburgers. Uh, so we, we ate there a few different times. Like Rome is pretty cool, but it's almost like every other restaurant is an Italian restaurant, which seems a little bit overkill to me. But, um, it is Italy. Yeah, okay, fine. How about yourself? What did you do this weekend? Okay, this was like, actually, this was an amazing weekend. So on Friday, we had our ribbon cutting. Have you been up to the new Carpalotti Fieldhouse? Uh, I've, I've been to the soccer fields. Is it's it right yep, by yep, then? Yep, okay, it's right I there. haven't so seen it new, since so it's official. The, we, yeah. had, uh, we had the ribbon cutting for that. It's the new locker room for the okay. lacrosse and soccer team, which was fantastic. Restrooms. And then we had the groundbreaking. I finally got to put on that hat, the hard hat, okay. with the shovels and stuff. Fantastic. Wow. Fantastic. So it was the, it was the actual, the quote unquote, groundbreaking for Christ the Teacher. So it was just a great, actually, one of the board members said to me, this was the best weekend of his life other than the weekend he got married. Wow. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Does he does he struggle with depression? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. I think he just loves Franciscan University. Okay, that's that's great. Well, well, good for him. Uh, That's exciting. And how's Notre Dame doing? And I actually don't know. Is that a bad question to ask? Are Dude, they doing why, well? Why do you always go to Notre Dame? <laughs> I it's just not wanted all about to know. Scores. Can't we just be brothers here? No. No, we can't. I can tell you how uh, Pitch, uh, Tampa Bay did, and they didn't okay. do well. Can we talk about baseball? Baseball, folks. Everybody's baseball, baseball time! time! Yeah! All right, so the, um, there we go. Baseball! Baseball! Woo! Free baseballs! They're not actual baseballs. They're like they're called, um, they're called stress relief things. Oh, they're like little squishy things yeah. that you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the 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 Guardians are going to play at four o'clock today because <gasps> they were supposed to play yesterday, but there's a rain delay, so the Guardians Game are playing five four o'clock against the your Yankees. Yankees. Did you say my Yankees? Yeah, yeah. The no, best no, no, thing no. Though, I'm not a Yankee fan. You're not a baseball fan at all. So I, don't I know, but I don't I'm definitely not anything. a Yankee fan. Okay, but I'm fine. definitely not a Yankee okay, fan. I'm actually a Guardians fan. I don't have to listen to anything you say about baseball. So, Except I said the Padres would go all the way. So did you I. laughed at me. <laughs> the Padres beat the Dodgers. Are they? Did they? It's done. It's well, yeah, done? Yeah, so the Padres are playing the Phillies now. Okay, who wants the Padres and who wants the Phillies? Padres? One. Excellent. Phillies? Sorry about that, Jesus. I just hit Jesus. You know, I feel like we're actually just interrupting people's time doing this live in the middle of the atrium. Like, we're not. They're, they, we they wanted to study. A... And why are you guys here? Okay, what else are we doing? We're doing Do, a promo can, can for Francisco. No, no. Can uh, I just uh, say uh, the highlight yes. of this whole weekend is yes. this moment right here. Aww. Yes, we have a groundbreaking. Yes, we raised $75 million. Yes, we're building a new building. But yes, it's this all, isn't the weekend. But it's all leading up to this moment this right here. This is the moment. That's right. This is the moment right now, and it's brought to you by... Should we get everybody to sing along? No. Wow. <laughs> hey. Well, I should read these ahead of time. Father Dave, did you know that this past Friday we had a full day of celebrations at Franciscan University? First, we had a ribbon-cutting ceremony at Trinity Health System Field, which is our newest athletic facility. Then we had an official groundbreaking and blessing at the construction site for Christ the Teacher Hall, our new academic building and conference center, which will open in 2024. These new facilities will be a blessing for the entire campus, but especially for our students. Our athletes will practice and compete on the turf field and track. Nursing, business, and engineering majors will grow in their professional skills in Christ the Teacher's state-of-the-art labs and classrooms. Plus, all of our students can enjoy future events in the beautiful conference center. You can check out our new field and see the progress on Christ the Teacher yourself. We invite you to apply, visit, and see if Franciscan University's academically excellent and passionately Catholic education is right for you. We're now accepting applications for fall 2023. Learn more or apply at franciscan.edu. That's franciscan.edu. Everybody, we'll never part from you. Franciscan University. All right, that's your alma mater, people. You need to know that song. People worked very hard on that song. Well, I was going to say name one, but it was you. Yeah. So that's right. <laughs> and, and some guy. I don't know. I don't so know 100 either. episodes, what do you think? It's pretty amazing. Uh, thinking back on the good times, the fun times. Um, yeah, we had a lot of fun and a lot of serious moments. Uh, in our 100 episodes. Right. Am I supposed to ask you remember? Yeah. That's the line. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we disagreed about Lent?
Do you berries. like Lent? No. I love it. I hate it's it. It's my favorite season. Oh, I think there's two kinds of Catholics. Uh-huh. You know, you and me. Those who, uh, you know, love Lent, and okay. those who are rational, well-minded, thoughtful people. Okay, I think you pretty much you pretty much summed it up. I think this so. is you and me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good time. That was a good time. Hey, do you remember the time that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl? Um, congratulations, Robert. Um, all joy, peace, blessing be to you and your children and your loved ones. And my children and my children's children and I their guess. children. Yeah, so tell me about it. Let's just get this over with. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and you, so can't tell you how much I not want this podcast. That's so ridiculous, Robert. Do you remember the text message you sent me? Yes. Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh, a little over a week ago, I sent Thanks. Bob a, a text message. Yes, you I broke said, the news to me. As any good friend, I said so. Uh, so. Tom Brady's done or something like that. But then the thing that he shared the most, he sent me a text and just, uh, my heart just jumped for joy. He said, I can't tell you how much it bothers me that you, me, Father Dave, was the one who broke this news to him. All, and I just, of all the people I just to rejoiced hear. in that text message for the last week. I don't know. I think we've spent too much time talking about the Buccaneers. Okay. I think we should have a rule. In the next hundred episodes, we never talk about the Buccaneers. No, I, I think that's a horrible rule. How'd the Buccaneers do this weekend? Well, they lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, but that's okay because I like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Probably the only time I'd be okay with them losing is when they lose to the Steelers. All right. I think, you know, we should be doing, we should be talking more about superheroes since you clearly don't know anything about them. All right. Like, remember when... You came in dressed like Dr. Love. Is superpower your superpower, not what you make somebody else do? No, because then all the ideas... Well, give me one example of somebody whose superpower impacting somebody else. This should be good, folks. Hold on. The look on his face of absolute disdain. Well, yeah, any kind of telepathic superpower. Like what? Well, like if I can use my mind to control you. No, I want a person. Who does that? Professor X. Never heard of him. Well, that's your own problem. You should know about Professor X because he's bald like you. Why do you always go there? That's like the total cheap shot. You think so? Yeah. There's more where that came from? Yeah. And and what were you saying earlier? Do you remember when uh, you came dressed like Dr. Strangelove? Dr. Strange. Not Dr. No, it is. It is too. What, I look like Peter Sellers? It's the same thing. All right. Listen Listen to the clip. Also, these pins are replicas too. Okay. Very nice. And that's a cape, a red cape. And you can, like, fly? Um, I don't like your attitude, first of all. Okay? You don't okay. need to talk down to me. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not talking down. I mean, <laughs> good, how could you talk down to this? I know. That's what I'm saying, right? I just got it in the mail. He's always wearing medieval garb. I get to wear Doctor Strange today. Do you yeah. wear that out in public? I will today. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. That was a good time. Um... Speaking of baseball, do you remember the time when uh, we realized that Star Wars was exactly like the Field of Dreams? I'm trying to remember that now, now that you mentioned it. Actually, you know what? Star Wars and Field of Dreams, I think, are almost the exact same movie. I don't think they are. All right. Well, they both are about daddy issues. No, they're not. 
they both have a disembodied voice that tells you what to do, right? Like, okay. build the field. Use the force. They never the, said build a field. I'm they both have James Earl Jones in it. Okay, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's very true. Who, who picked these? Are these people that emailed you these kind of like their top stories and top memories and stuff? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. We That's had a crazy. lot of great emails, and I'll, I'll keep sharing some of them. Okay. Do you remember the time when we disagreed about the sound of music? Um, I think I might. There lies my trigger, because Austria is an unbelievably beautiful country with a rich history, and everybody goes, oh, is that where they did sound of music? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so maybe to make a, a relevant cultural analogy, this should be looking good. Go at Austria through the lens of sound of music would probably be similar to judging Cleveland by a Christmas story. Well, I don't think it's that clear, because Christmas story pretty well <laughs> represents Cleveland. <laughs> And that's why I'm a Guardians fan, by the way. It's the Christmas story connection. I guess. No, we're not done. I don't know the other one. You go for it. Well, do you remember? Hey, did I ever tell you, Father Dave, that I ran a marathon? You've mentioned that a time or three times. I was actually inspired by the number of people who who gave witness to the Lord. I mean, the gal gal who won the marathon, uh, Mm. Catholic girl, was only the third marathon she ever ran in her life. What? And she got she won it. She got a bronze medal. Okay. Third marathon ever. How do you get on that team if you've only run three marathons? I don't know. How many marathons I, have you run? Do you know how you know? Do you know how you know who's <laughs> run a marathon? Don't worry, they'll tell you. I ran a marathon. I know who was right. coming. Yeah. Um, we knew it. We knew it. But uh, you know, last summer I also remember the time that uh, we were we were fondly remembering conference summer conference. Episodes and there was that time that I was planning uh, at the youth conference to to be riding in on a horse and shooting a gun in the air, and how difficult it was to find a gun. I talked to Moses Nelson and I asked Moses about it, and I said, um, because Moses was a teen at the time, and I'm like, do you have a gun? He's like, yeah. I'm like, can I borrow it? He's like, "Uh." and I said, okay, Moses, is it like bad? etiquette to ask to borrow a person's gun and I'll never forget what he said he looked and he said well Bob asking to borrow a man's gun is kind of like asking to borrow their chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) I was like oh well okay I guess (laughs) there goes my Halloween theme Um, and it just made me stick with the theme of chainsaw and blood and all that kind of thing Robert do you remember when we talked about the needles and how you love needles Bob like freaks out about needles, so they take it and they put a. Swab this is why you need my... to watch the video so you can see the blood drain from my face. Even just saying they, that, they, they like, put Bob a swab me. on my finger Stop and it. then they took a, a like an ice pick. He is the worst. And they, he is the worst. And I have to see, work it's, for it's him. It's still bleeding. It's I have still to work bleeding. for him. But it is funny so I can't how say what I'm thinking. It's funny how freaked out you get just about a little. It's called a phobia. Is it? Yes. What are you afraid of needles? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I thought that was pretty obvious. We have one more with the needle thing. And interestingly enough, of all the emails that came in, you sickos out there, funniest memories was they all said, we love it whenever Father Dave brings up needles and we see your skin go a few different shades paler because of it. Like when you did this. 
Anybody that's listened to the podcast for more than three minutes knows how I feel about needles. I said, hey guys, I'm just really freaking out. I, I just really need your prayers. So Father Jonathan sends me this beautiful text like, God is with you. He's your strength. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you send me a picture of a crying baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, how, that's what I was doing. I was crying for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it Did act- Aiden hold your hand? Uh, really. <laughs> Cersei, so if we wanted, I could just start talking about needles and we would literally no. watch Dr. Rice. Just, and I'm on like storm. an elevated stage, so I would just completely fall off. No, what I do actually, when tragic. I get, give blood, I love it because I watch the needle go into the arm. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So. Okay, oh. Robert. But honestly, when we first started this, one of the things our thought was, was to be able to kind of share our lives together and yeah, share our hearts. We started obviously in the middle of COVID, just an opportunity to just... I don't know, speak to peace and, and, and hope in the midst of craziness. And as I was thinking about this episode, our 100th episode this morning, I was thinking about in many ways what, what people, on a personal note, have had, um, yeah, I mean, when I, just in my own life in the last two years, walking through the death of my brother and the death of my father, and I was just thinking that when both of those experiences happen, Rather than not talking about it or not having a podcast, we still decided we're going to come and we're going to talk about it because that's so many people's experiences is the midst of suffering, in the midst of death, in the midst of difficulty. What our hope and our goal was, was to be able to provide, I don't know, some some sense of meaning or reason or purpose or even just a laugh, you know, every now and then. So I think, I mean, when we started this, we didn't think that, again, on a personal note, on, on my life, that I was going to have to deal with the two things that I've had to deal with over the last two years. But in one sense, it's, there's been something, I think, sacred about that. And being yeah. able to, I mean, the number of emails of people who write in and say, yeah, that's my experience too, you know. And, and that actually has been the overwhelming response when we asked, what have you liked about these last hundred episodes? It's been the vulnerability. Uh, thank you, Father Dave, for, you know, talking about those things because it just resonates in so many other people's lives. We started the podcast in the midst of COVID, in the midst of a, a shutdown or just coming out of it. And, you know, the whole idea of something that would bring people hope, bring them joy, that would be real. Um, that's been a blessing. So those are what other people's like kind of top moments were and people sending in emails and stuff. What about yourself? What's some of the moments that have been resonated with you most or that you've you've appreciated or enjoyed the most. Yeah, you know, I just enjoy talking to you every week. Yeah. You know, it, it's been really, really fun. I mean, obviously part of the, the uh, challenges of being a president and doing a lot of things is uh, being busy and the fact that we've always been able to find time just to get together and, and honestly, like, bring everybody into the conversation. You know, I don't feel like there's any fakeness of the way we talk with the yeah. mics than, you know, the way we talk outside of that. Yeah, that's the thing that kind of surprises me is when I travel and I go into a conference or something like that, somebody will come up to me afterwards and they'll say, you know, can I talk to you for a second? I said, sure. And we get through the humor. It's like the, the one couple that said, uh, you're saving our marriage, you know, one minute at a time because, <laughs> right. because the mom knew nothing about sports and it allowed her to have some kind of a conversation with her husband. And then she could talk about faith with her husband. But it, it's, it's the stories. It's, it's yeah. the people saying, you know, I lost my family member. I lost somebody dear to me as well. Or you know, we're having a hard time in our marriage, but there's a sense of hope in the midst of that. So that's been a great blessing. When I was thinking about one of the, and it goes back to, again, vulnerability. I think that we, we live in a world that so oftentimes it lives on a surface Mm -hmm. and actually talk about things that matter. And remember the time that you and and Jen went on a retreat and some of the focus was on your father and just your being able to come to a real sense of healing about that, but then also talking about that, not just making it outside of yourself, but really talking about that. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there's just been a lot of great conversations, and uh, I look, we look forward to more. I mean, maybe this is our 100th episode. Maybe we'll do like another... 101. A dozen? I was thinking a I dozen. Let's not push it. Well, you are hard to work with. Yes, you're right. Anywho. Anyway. Hey, uh, let's finish off. Okay, we just have a been... second, just a second, just a oh, second. Okay, okay, I'm going okay. to Gomming this week. Oh, are you really? Yeah, I go on, on Sunday. So oh, that's so exciting. I don't know how we're going to record next week. We'll find out. All right. We'll it'll it'll it happen out. or it won't. Okay. But maybe it will. We'll figure it out. And that could we'll be fun. It out. Cool. Uh, we always figure it out. So uh, we have been walking through the letter to the Philippians, but we thought for this 100th episode, we might take a brief pause from that and instead take a look at Galatians, which is different from the Ephesians section that you prepared earlier when you forgot what letter we were doing. Um, because this is, the, uh, this is our semester theme, and we thought in front of this live audience that's clearly riveted Riveted, Thank you. riveted, Thank you. riveted. Woo. Both of the people here, they're just going three. crazy. Yeah, they're, they're studying, crazy. they're looking up, they're giving us thumbs up, and then That's they're right. going back to their work. Who has midterms this week? Yeah, midterms. Okay. Wait, wait, try that again. Ask again. Who has midterms this week? Whoa. Wow. Wow. They really, they really brightened up for that one. Okay. So the text that we have been focusing on at the university for this semester comes from Galatians 5, and it's uh, verse 13. For you are called to freedom, brothers and sisters, but do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Rather, serve one another through love. And I remember when we first started talking about and praying about whether or not we would use this text, I was absolutely excited because I think the nature of freedom is, if we were to take a look at the scriptures, it's a common theme that runs through the, through the entire scripture. You probably know this, but the first words out of the mouth of God to Adam and Eve are, you are free. Mm. So it's fundamental that, that God has created us in freedom. And again, if I was God, I wouldn't have created us in freedom. You'd be little robots and everyone would do exactly what I want, us, want them to do. But he shares his freedom with us. And then we obviously know Adam and Eve fall, they eat of the fruit. So the first words out of the mouth of God is, you are free. And the next words out of the mouth of God is, where are you? And that's just a powerful scene, right? This image of, of Adam and Eve with God in the garden, and everything's wonderful. They sin, and they begin to hide from God. I mean, we were never meant to hide from God, but God comes looking for them. So I think in many ways, the rest of the scriptures is a story about a God who wants his people to know that they're free. Yeah. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I was reading a book. Actually, Father Jonathan uh, gave it to me uh, from Jacques Philippe. Yeah, Interior Freedom. Yeah, Interior Freedom. It's a beautiful book. And um, what he talks about in this book is the idea that uh, our, our ultimate desire is happiness. Like the, that's the desire of every person is, is, is a true beatitude, not just like a happiness, like, oh, I had a good day, but like, you know, true happiness, beatitude. The way that we can get that happiness is through one thing, and it's love. And the only way we can experience love is with freedom. Mm -hmm. And so that's why uh, he was really focusing his writing on helping us understand the importance of freedom. Because if we're not free then we can't love because love only exists in freedom. And this is why God created us free. Uh, you know, he didn't create the mountains free. He didn't create the stars free. You know, the stars don't choose. I'm right, going to shine right, today. Right, I'm right, not right, going right, to shine right. today. Right. But he created man and woman in his image and likeness in freedom because the desire was it's only in freedom that we can be loved and we can give love back to God. And that's the ultimate desire that he wants for us in the life of the Trinity, because the Trinity is a community of life-giving love. But as you said, um, we often misuse that freedom. I mean, from the first man and woman, 
we misuse that freedom and we've continued to do that. We use that freedom as a license. We think just because we don't get immediately punished. I mean, you know, God said to Adam and Eve, hey, if you eat of the fruit on the tree, you'll die. Well, did they die? Not immediately, right? But they did end up bringing death into the world. And in a similar way, we kind of get away with things a lot. And I think we can miss the real devastating effects when we use freedom in the wrong way. Right, and I think that, did they die? I mean, one could say yes, and they were never more dead than when they were hiding from right. the Lord. But one of the things I love is, is Pope John Paul, when he was in uh, St. Louis, he was talking to young people, and he was saying that our, our country is so consumed with freedom. I mean, it's part of our yeah. DNA, we can't imagine it. I mean, our very existence came about because we wanted to be free. But he would go on and he'd say, freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want, whenever you want. Rather, the freedom is the ability to do what you ought to do, and that's to yeah. love the Lord faithfully. And then he goes on to say is, is that ultimately freedom comes in Christ. And that's what Paul is saying in Galatians. For freedom Christ has set you free, he says in Galatians 5.1. So don't be yoked to slavery again. The problem is, is we as Americans think freedom is just I can do whatever I want. And, and the Holy Father challenges that and the scriptures challenges that. And it goes to what you said about ultimately it's for love. Um, one of the first books I did was actually on freedom. It's a theme that I love. In the, the last chapter of it, I talk about this very point, is that God has created us to be free so as to be able to love. Yeah. I remember a student comes into my office and he goes, what, that's it? And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> she goes, you write this whole book and it's just about love? And it's like, yeah, sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. That's all I got. You <laughs> right. know, that's all I got. So are the Gospels. Right, right. But, but that's the point is, is that oftentimes the, the temptation is that we use our freedom to do whatever I want. And that's what Paul is saying. It's not about the opportunity to do the, of the flesh, rather an opportunity that invites us to love better. And so what Jesus did on the cross by giving us grace is actually the freedom to live out the Ten Commandments, for example. Whereas most people in culture would think the Ten Commandments are or a restriction. Binding, or binding, right, you know, it right. restricts my freedom. Actually, the Ten Commandments are freedom. You know, what if we lived in a society where... We honored God above everything, where marriages were honored, where you know people were honest, you know, where we truly loved and cared for each other as a society. We don't have that freedom because sin is so addictive. And I think that's the, that's the lie, that's the twist that the culture gives us. It makes us sound like sin is freedom, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sin is chains. I mean, it was St. John Paul II that said sin is the source of our misery. And without God's grace, we are trapped in sin. We are mired in sin. We're enslaved to sin. And again, going back to Paul's words, that the real gift that God gives us is the ability to love him in a way that we wouldn't be able to love him on our own. You know, he he sets us free. Yeah, the other part, I think, and maybe just to wrap that part up, is that... um, Freedom is from something to something. And I think that, that if we're going to be able to be free, we have to identify what it is that binds us. Yeah. And sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's the past. Sometimes it's things that have happened to us or things that we've done. So in order for us to fully be free, we need to recognize what it is that binds us. And that's often, a, honestly, it's a scary proposition to, mm. to look at those things that we try to ignore, we try to forget sometimes. Yeah. That's the very point and thing that the Lord wants us to look at. So it's to be able to free us from it. So one last question as we wrap up this podcast, why that verse? Why when you were looking at, you know, for a semester, is it a year or a semester? It's a year, yeah. So what led you, or maybe there's a group of people uh-huh. that did that? Like what about that verse do you think really speaks to our students at Franciscan or just the mission of Franciscan? Well, I think two things. One is, is just that reality that in so many ways as a people we're bound. We're bound to fear, we're bound to the past, we're bound to sin, we're bound to selfishness, we're bound to all that. So the Lord fundamentally wants us to be free. But then just the way we relate to one another on campus, 
Our hope in our prayer is that we recognize that we have a responsibility to one another. Like I have a responsibility to love you and I have a responsibility to care for you. And you know, the degree that we recognize that this freedom that I've given is not just merely a gift that's been given to me, but it's a gift that's been given to me for the community. I think about it for the brothers that I vow my life to in the friaries, that is that I am free to be able to love them and care for them and serve them and honor them. And that's the same thing we want in the university campus is, is that oftentimes what the evil one wants to do is distract us, cause us to be disunited, cause us to fall, just do what I want or what an individual wants. We have to begin to think about other people as well. Amen. Well, Amen. would you close us in a prayer that, that calls down the Holy Spirit for our freedom? Amen. Jesus, we come in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank you and bless you for the call that you placed in our life. We thank you, Lord, for the mission of Franciscan University in the small way uh, Bob and I get to participate that with this podcast. We pray for freedom, Lord, whatever it is that binds us, that doesn't allow us to be free, that you would intervene in that, Lord, and bring your freedom. We pray that we would use our freedom not uh, selfishness, not to serve our own needs, but ultimately, Lord, to be able to love, to be able to love our families, uh, your spouses, your children, classmates, Lord. Allow us to operate in the grace of your Holy Spirit so as to live freedom and live it for you in your kingdom. We make this prayer, Jesus, in your name, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And why don't we all say Hail Mary for our university and for all the intentions of everybody who's been listening to us uh, over these past hundred episodes. Sound good? Amen. Hail, Hail Mary, Mary full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Jesus. Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for, for us sinners, sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 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 <laughs> I don't think that was the That was one. the wrong button. This is what I meant to do. There we go. <laughs> Happy 100th episode, everybody. Thank you all for watching, for sending in emails. You can reach us at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. God bless.